Are you Mandalorian? I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy. Like my father before me. Three men and a baby Yoda podcast. Matthew, Dylan, Callan. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of the Three Men and a Baby Yoda podcast. I'm Matthew Moll, your host, and joining me tonight are my two co-pilots, Callan Gardner and Dylan Chikalis. Callan, how are you, mate? I'm good, Maddie. I'm very good. It's been a um, bit of a had a week off, so I'm pretty much raring to go. Star Wars up, feeling refreshed, filled to the brim, feeling refreshed. Um, although I did have a power nap this half, which I was pretty a little snuck it in with about twenty minutes. Yeah, Mrs. didn't know about it, so that was good. She, I'm sure she listens um, to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, deal. What's going on with you, dude? Man, I've uh been all about the past week or so so my missus family uh some of them got covid so they've been in iso been trying to help out where i can which meant and i was i think i became a close contact so i had to do my days couldn't go to the gym might have been a depressed mess if i'm being honest but you know book of boba came around and i got to watch it with me old man and we're gonna get into it later but oh how good was it that was my highlight you would like it um, you know, COVID seems to be running rampant. Two thirds of this podcast are in jeopardy, but uh, if your name's Matt, you seem to be safe. And tonight we have a very special <laughs> guest, the son of the West, the daimyo of Pigstrick Nine, and our good buddy <laughs> Matthew Frost. Welcome. <laughs> good evening, gents. Thanks for having me back Mighty on. Mighty daimyo. <laughs> the daimyo of Pigstrick Nine. Uh, yeah, I. I I think I'm the janitor of Pig Street Nine, mate. I was out there today <laughs> cleaning it out. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Boba Fett does his own like raking out of poo and uh, hay. So, yeah. Well, he stands on his own two feet, but droids dress him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> correct. Yeah, correct. And I, I, I don't see a lot of the, um, I don't see cuddles or uh, wigs and or um, Minchin coming to me with many tributes. Uh, it's just uh, just, just, just lots of anyway. poo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just I just put my helmet I just put my helmet down and they just fill it with pellets. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, classic stuff. You never classic. disappoint, Frosty. So how are you, Matty? What's been happening? I I am very good. Um, yeah, I I'm sweating a bit. It's uh, we got a bit of Sydney like weather here in Adelaide at the moment. So I.e. the cricket's been rained off, and I'm and it's quite humid. So. Uh, yeah, uh, no, nah, so everything's everything's pretty good here. Um, pretty happy. That's good to hear. That's good have to you hear. been um Have you been loving the Boba Fett? Have you been getting into it a bit? I've been watching it, and I've been watching it uh, within a day of it coming out. So that's, that's better than me. Yeah, I do a podcast. Yeah, Callan <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> didn't even know it came out on Wednesday, still about a week ago. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and then there's, um, and then yeah, de- definitely, definitely been watching it. So. And how has it hit you, Maddie? Like, uh, I mean, I, you and I enjoy. I, I usually get a text around twelve thirty um, the next day. That's that seems yeah. to be your prime viewing hour. Um, yeah, I do tend to watch them pretty late. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, uh, it's. I, I I don't dislike it by any stretch. 
Um, but it's pretty different. Um, it's, uh, yeah, uh, there, there, there's some bits in there that you just, I just laugh at. There's bits that I groan <laughs> yeah. at. Like there's, and there's bits that I think, oh, that's pretty damn cool. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a good way to put it. I it's love a, a, a real bugger. mix. It's a real mixed bag. Like it's, um, it's a, a mix of tones and, um, but, you know, I, I, I encourage that. I think that's good. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Did you expect to hear the word bugger in a Star Wars? No, I did show? not. No. <laughs> um, yeah, has he used it? Like, has he gone? Has he mated? In, oh, you know, I'd like to hear him champ someone. Yeah, he's, like, just go. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Nah, don't touch my gun, champ. I don't think yeah. we're far off. I don't think we're far <laughs> off. Tem's Tem's uh, brought a few words in. Like, he's. I've never heard in Star Wars. Sit down, have a chat. And then there was. Uh, <laughs> I think I swallowed the bugger, and, uh, and now there's mate. Like. Yeah, mate. If you can get, I, we're going to be able to start playing Star Wars Bingo soon. Let's just start making a chart. Yeah. <laughs> it's a drinking game. Can a we get? Game. Yeah. Can we get Bunter into Star Wars? That's uh, <laughs> that will be uh, that will be a big hey, day. Isn't, wasn't there? I feel like this has come up before. Wasn't the Pod Race the Bunter Eve classic I, or something? It was the Bunter Eve, actually. Yes. So because I, I remember finding that extremely amusing at the time when it came out. Like, you know, being a bit of a bogan from the country and you having to drive like an hour to the <laughs> next biggest town to, to even watch The Phantom Menace. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, we, we thought Buntu was quite funny. Yeah. Especially in Australia here. Now, now Matty, what was, just, what was the last Star Wars movie you watched? Just uh, when was the last oh. time you cracked open the, uh, the cinema flick? Um. So I've been watching The Mandalorian with my daughter, mm. but the last movie, I can't really remember. I reckon it would have been, it probably would have been a comfort watch of Empire Strikes Back, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No no real surprise there. I did try to do Rise of the Skywalker once at home <laughs> and no dice. I didn't make it. You've got to be uh- – in the mood for some pain slash comfort. Um, yeah, only one I've never bought. I, I own the others all on 3D Blu-ray and or whatever, and the Blu-ray box set. No, I never bought that one. So yeah, it's yeah, a uh, it's a tough one, especially when I don't know. Have you seen the new Spider-Man movie? No, no, I haven't. I I I actually not the biggest. Like Spider-Man and Batman were my two superheroes growing up, mm. but um, I don't didn't really think the Spider-Man movies were that good in the new Marvel thing. Probably compared to the other ones, it was not yeah. bad by any stretch. Like I thought, yeah, but um, yeah, when you watch something a long time after everybody else has watched them, and like everyone was it's going, generally oh, always me, always me, yeah, or Dylan if yeah, you're able. So, <laughs> so I think I saw. The f- is it um, Spider-Man Homecoming? What's the first one? Homecoming, I, and then it's Far From yeah, Home, and then, and then there's yeah. No Way Home. Yeah, just like Djokovic yeah. sent back home. Next one, next one's Work <laughs> Work From Home. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I didn't I didn't see Homecoming till like two years after it came out. And, I haven't seen it yet. And yeah, you know, every everyone had said how good it was, and you go in and you think, oh. 
well, it's just a movie. It's just, just another Marvel movie. Um, uh, but uh, I do like Spider-Man. So. I, I suggest you, you, you give the, the three Marvel ones a Spider-Man a run. They, uh, that's how you finish a sort of trilogy, I think. If, if we've got that sort of quality writing and, I don't know, creative collaboration, Rise of Skywalker would, could have been really good if it's done that way. Do you think, Dylan? Yeah, for sure. I think Marvel just do it better, you know. It's hard to say. I think they do it better. Yeah. I think they've got a longer they've got a longer uh period and well they've been pumping they've, movies out. A I lot think they've got more creative, you know, double the amount. They've got they've got a lot more people involved in Marvel than they have over at Star Wars or until recently, so It's 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 a it's a modern franchise. Currently, they're setting the franchise. Whereas Star Wars was embedded, you know, twenty or forty years ago mm. now, and you sort of can't really bend that space time continuum. And you know, if you even think about renaming a starship, you start you get some certain pockets of the internet <laughs> going bunter, which we'll go into a bit later on with uh, the fire spray. Bunter Eve classic. <laughs> <laughs> well, comic comic book movies have just by their their nature, they've got a lot more to work from. Like comic mm. book readers yeah. are used to things being rebooted and changed up and new timelines and all that sort of stuff. There's not you also have a pre-existing type. Third Spider movie that. timeline that I – yeah. It's a third mm. timeline for Spider-Man movies that I know of. Like, fourth. And they're all good. Fourth. 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 There you go. It was so, yeah, so they've just got so much – like Star Wars is unfortunately it's sort of – it, it's got the tightest parameters to work in, and, and that can't be easy like, for the for the, for the the writers and directors and creative people. Like, it's one timeline; it's got to marry up to everything and meet everyone's expectations. And, and when they canned all the books when Disney bought them, people like a lot of people were really upset. Probably rightly so. They follow that, and that's their Star Wars and stuff. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd rather be I'd rather be a writer for a, a comic book franchise than for Star Wars. It's got to be a lot easier. So, do you reckon they who do they have writing when those Power Ranger Vespers came out? What, <laughs> what do you reckon? I don't know, but I think they might have been drunk. <laughs> well, that's just actually I've had a chance to. I mean, look, I don't think they're great, but I, I'm trying to get into the mindset of Favreau when he wrote. I mean, because. In his mind, when he's doing this, I think he's thinking American Graffiti, George Lucas. George would have loved this sort of Vespa speed bike sort of thing. Like, yeah, what the slowest chase on the face of legality. <laughs> well, that was that was very much a George Costanza in the in the um, in the rascal sort of speed chase that eight miles an I hour. I reckon if you caught someone walking past them, it would have been just the same speed. It was horrible. It didn't look. <laughs> it, it reminded me of that. Um, that Simpsons episode where is it Sideshow Bob's in a biplane or something and they send out jet fighters to, <laughs> to <laughs> they keep flying past him and they end up walking after him. So, so yeah. Uh, oh, it's just like there was a Fast and the Furious type off the top. Yeah. In Vespa. You're like, here we go. Oh, come on. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, a low book. Matty, just give us Give us a quick rating on on the first uh, three episodes and which one which one you liked most. Give us your your best, your worst, and your middle of the top th- of the first three. Oh, okay, of oh, the first three, yeah. Um, so oh, yeah, three. the best one I thought was the second one. 
Yeah. Um, the middle was the first one and the third one was a- easily the lowest for me. Mm. Um, but I, I really like what you said before about, like, you know, trying to – like John Favreau trying to channel – George Lucas and he'd like this sort of thing and stuff. And I don't I, – I, I really respect them trying to do – bring in new flavours like that. But at some stage you've got to just go on your own. You can't just be wondering what George would do all the time. You can't just think, oh, what what samurai movie are we going to copy and, you know, Western stuff like that. You're going to have to jump out of the nest at some stage and just try and do mm. your own thing. Mm. Um well, I mean, it's and the I thing. Think Favreau what, seems to have this. Oh, you go, mate. I was just going to say, and I think that's what Visions did really well. Like, we went into a completely new world and a realm of the unknown, complete creative freedom. And, and some mm. of those stories that we've seen in Visions would be incredible if they fleshed them out. And it's different. So, mm. yeah. It's left field. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Maddie, did you watch Visions? I'm, I'm leaning towards negatory. <laughs> no, it's not. I haven't. It's not that I won't. I just, I, but I haven't. Yeah. Um, uh, not on the to do list of, at the moment. We can, nah, we could probably, um, we could probably give did, you a list of the episodes that are worth watching and tell you what to avoid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've I, only I, watched one half of them. Don't worry. I haven't given, um, I didn't watch the Marvel cartoon either. What if? The what if? Yeah, I didn't watch that. And That's I tried awesome. to watch I tried to watch Hawkeye and but I was really busy. <laughs> and I did the wrong and, and and the thing is I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have put it on to start with. Um but I had it on, but I was doing other stuff. And that's that's just I I know myself well enough to know I just shouldn't do that because <laughs> and um I sort of – I was getting up and doing things and I sat back down and somebody mentioned the tracksuit mafia and I'm just like, what? oh, I'm out. Because <laughs> 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 all I could think of is – because I lived in London for a couple of years and there's these like, you know, there's this subculture called chavs. Yes. They all wear tracksuits. And yeah. all I could think of was like Al- what, Ali is Hawkeye fighting – Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Hawkeye fighting Ali G and the chavs. Like, and I just <laughs> – so I just I didn't even finish the episode. I was out. <laughs> so, mm, uh, I think uh, Dil- but- Dylan's not a fan of Hawkeye. Did you finish it in the end? Yeah, I finished it. It was eh, just a bit weak. It was very weak. Uh, there was nothing in that. I think there, there were two moments in the entire series that I was like, "This is sick." And it was the bridge scene with all the different trick arrows, and at the end when they're on the ice with the trick arrows. That was the only two sequences that I enjoyed. The whole thing was just I don't know, just a bit boring. So I'm 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 a hard well, man I, to I, play. I haven't finished it either. I reckon that's the best thing about the book of Boba Fett because even though I, I, I can't say I would never say I, I think it's a good show <laughs> but I've I've never been bored watching it. Yeah, and there's at least been, I've got a couple of laughs out of every episode, mm. and yeah, you know, there's a couple of things that have made me laugh because they're a bit silly, and there's been a couple of things I thought is really cool, and you know what? If if that's that's all I get out of an episode, or like a, out of a series of Star Wars, you know, a few laughs and a few cool bits and stuff like that's good enough for me. 
So. I think you take it the um, – I was explaining your um, – how you take and watch shows to someone. I don't know who it was from a previous app. And I was saying, you just stop taking – like we interviewed, you know, you back, way back when and we're like, just don't take it seriously too much. And take it for what it is and see the detail and see the fun in it. And I think – Boba Fett, like when I heard Bugger, I was like, okay, this is how this is going to roll. Cool. <laughs> and I was like, so I agree with that. That's cool. Yeah, I think um, like the way I try to sort of watch things is like not to even care too much about how I even think about it. Like, mm. I, I, I don't, I don't, if I like, because I like some absolute trash, like some real trash, like some of the trashiest horror movies ever made, like I've got. You know, I own them, love them, watch them. Like, I'm not sensitive about other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. But people think, look, that is the worst shit I've ever seen. I'm like, yeah, no, that's fair. That's a fair call. <laughs> like, so I can't I, – I find it really weird when people get really precious about other people's opinions. Like, mm-hmm. why don't you like what I like? Like, let me explain to you why this is good. Like, I, I don't get that. I I, I'm, I'm more interested if, if like, my favourite movie is Jaws. If somebody says, I can't stand that movie, I'm like, oh, wow, why? Like, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd rather know. Like, mm. Yeah, because that, that's a more interesting conversation than somebody going, oh, yeah, I love that movie too. Well, what the hell are you going to talk about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I reckon it's fun if you don't. If Everyone if people, sees it a different way. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. that's where the fun is. Well, I think the I think the good thing about Boba for you as well is there's not a you know unanimous gushing people just going this is groundbreaking television and it's just <laughs> it's just the tidal wave of a no- of awesomeness that cannot yeah. be surpassed. It's 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 being taken in its stride and no, yeah, I think the last four episodes they've really laid groundwork. And I was thinking about it today. Yeah. My wife was saying, "Oh, it's just okay," and you know, it hasn't been, you know, like Mandalorian. And Mandalorian was different in that, you know, you're able to sort of start a whole new piece of fabric with brand new characters. You can throw in a, you know, something huge like a Baby Yoda and sort of just start afresh, whereas Boba Fett has people like Hawes and lifelong fans that, you know, if you even change a tiny bit of fabric or the armour, they'll just go crazy. And so they've had to sort of... Redevelop or fill in his character, or he didn't have much. All his all of his character background didn't have a character. <laughs> was just made up in sand pits of every person of the last forty years, and they had that. They made up their own story. So now we're making up his making his story, and you know, it's um, it's taking time to settle in. But you know, week one, everyone's like, "Oh, this is terrible. It's not what I expected." Week two, fuck, this is amazing. Week three, <laughs> what the fuck are those vespers? And, and now week four is like, "Oh, he's he's he's, he's doing some things that I, I, I I'm I'm getting back on board with." So, um, you know, it's hard, it's funny how we do these week to week, but um, it'll be interesting. to well, see. Well, I've got a question for Cal. Yeah, mm. I know what the question Talk is. How hard is Boba now? <laughs> One of my notes I took this week was um, I'm really – I've been saying, Frosty, that I've, he's been a bit of a bitch. Last, <laughs> so did Fennec. Like, Fennec you know, said that too. But yeah, sand people and, um, made him strong. And I reckon um, this episode was – I yeah, we'll get into it later. My favourite episode so far, I really enjoyed it. And um, it was kick, cracking a few skulls. You know, talk about being in Sandpit or something like that. 
when I'm younger, that's what he always thought Bob yeah. was, big hard ass, and um, it was pretty funny. And I got to well, see Bob, a band, the Burbs, Bob was so hard, was and so was I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank God this is after 10 p.m. or something just yet. But uh, look, well, let's get into the episode. I mean, episode four, The Gathering Storm, you know. Maddie, what do you what do you think of this uh, this use of uh, cinema storytelling with the back to tank flashback moment? We call it flashback juice. Where they yeah, that's a good name. I have I have actually been listening to your to all your reviews. So I'm up to to date uh, with, with with all your your thoughts and stuff. Um, uh, it's um, I, I it's it's cool but predictable. Like it's it's a great mm. way of of them. It's a great framing device, mm. um, but you know it's not the most surprising thing in the world. Um, but you know, like Star Wars, still yeah. like Star Wars. There's a star, you know you know about them and yeah, you've seen them. So I yeah, that Star Wars generally doesn't do a lot of flashbacky stuff. So it's only mm. really the last two movies that started to to do that I w- sort of stuff. So I, I think it's good. Yeah, I, I, I like the. Um, and it's made for some of the um, the cooler. I, I reckon his flashback stories so far has probably been the stronger part of the. Mm. the yeah, I definitely think until this episode, the flashbacks have been the best elements of the show up until now. Well, I mean, it's been eighty percent of the show, sort of. Speak. Like I was going to say, yeah. this episode was pretty. <laughs> it was. Much it was like 30, 36 minutes yeah. flashback, twelve minutes modern, and sort of a rehash of what we already knew. But I mean, you know, it was good. Like you sort of. I love how literally there's no more trailer left. Like we literally got every single frame from mm. the trailer is we've seen now by the end of this. And you know, you saw the oh, so, mm, yeah. you saw the Is that right? I didn't watch the trailer. So. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of see the Jabba's Palace recon. It was good to see the back yeah. of the of the palace. You, you know, you, you just can't do it alone. And that sort of leads into um, you know, I love this sort of like. So, I mean, you say it's a bit soft, cow, but I mean, Boba loves his animals. Uh, how, yeah. how do you feel about he's, his uh, his love for animals? I actually think the it's actually pretty cool. I like the fact <laughs> that um, the rancor like and you know the rancor's in there. He wanted to get to know it. It's pretty funny. It's fun. It it makes me laugh. Mm. Like his, I just picture like big softy just having a cat, like being a cat old, like heaps of cats when he's older or some shit. Running around um, Jabba's palace, and the banter fucking patnat and then burped at him. Fucking Give it a made chicken name, <laughs> yeah. Maddie. It's the, yeah, you're you're an animal man. Tongue. Yeah, yeah. I I I love the um his his sort of liking of animals. Um, uh, so like uh, uh you you mentioned whores before, big animal lover. Mm. Um, you know that would have that would have floated his boat, but my the biggest. Biggest apart from Hawes, the biggest Boba Fett fan I know, who I used to mercilessly mock Boba Fett when we were, <laughs> you know, younger, like just just for you know fun, <laughs> and um, yeah, he uh, is a bit of a hard ass on the outside, but um, he's the sort of guy that sits on his farm, sits under a tree, and quietly cuddles his chickens. Come up for a cuddle. <laughs> 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 so I, uh, I, I know that he'll be enjoy. I haven't. Uh, he he was. Um, he hadn't hadn't caught up with it yet. He was saving it till his son 
so they could all watch it. He could watch it with his son, but um, he'll be loving the 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 rancor and the um, the banter love from Boba. Well, that's good. the thing. Funny thing enough, like Hawes, you know, you mentioned Hawes, and this is this is like just the show that's made for him. But he said, you know, he 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 never felt that he could relate to Boba Fett in any shape, facet, or form until he saw him <laughs> cuddling a banther and and riding it. You know, <laughs> they, they, he shares the affinity for animals. So I mean, and and that, yeah. that just adds to his love for the show. I mean, yeah, he's absolutely gushing, and it's great to see and. Look, look, it's a it's a great great point you make. Like, because if they'd tried to make a Boba Fett series and not characterise him, like if he was just yeah. going to be sort of a cipher behind a helmet and and just make him sort of be that enigmatic character, like you, you've sort of already done that with the Mandalorian mm. a bit, and mm. so they had to. That would have been a dumb decision to try and do that again. People would have mm. just. Like like your casual boring. people would your casual people would turn off. So they had to characterize him in some way. So they had to decide on what the guy's personality is because it's not been like it's a blank it's an open book. Mm. So that that can't have been easy. And I think they've done a pretty good job really. Like he's yeah. kind of clueless, he's kind of kind, he's kind of hard, he's kind of a lot of things mm. like, you know, and he's kind of and Tamira Morrison has kind of not been given a lot of direction by the directors. I don't think. I think they're just, I think they're just letting him go. So, it's funny. Like someone was saying the other day, like you know, he if he just came out like the Terminator and just destroyed everything in his path, it it, it would it would be lacklusterly boring. Like, yeah, it, it would lose yep. it would lose its interest after one or two episodes. I mean, people some of those crazy fanboys, but oh yeah, that's what I'm here for. And then everyone else would be like. <sighs> Well, I don't want to see an invincible Terminator just plowing down everything with no one able to kill it or any decent storyline. Oh, it last two episodes. You'd be over it. It last. Well, so they caught it. Yeah. They kind of did that with the robot chicken stuff. I don't know if you ever saw that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's sort of like, that's, <laughs> yeah. Like. He, he Fuck, that's did. a throwback, Frosty. I need to go back and watch that. Me too. Oh, <laughs> I. You know what, um, because the, the movies are a bit intense, I used to watch the robot chicken stuff with my kids when they were real little. Mm. So, like, my my uh, middle daughter, she relates to Darth Vader being, like, Inspector Gadget, like, like with roller skates <laughs> yeah. popping out of his thing and having to go take a poo in the toilet and stuff like that. She loves it. And she used to, she used to go around singing Darth Vader's theme. Like, <laughs> and it used to drive my wife nuts. Like, you know. Did you ever say, watch the the Family Guy Star Wars specials, oh, Blue Harvest? So and good. yeah, they were no, so funny. funny. The Jabba's Palace, like, uh, ran- the Sarlacc scene <laughs> yeah. that goes for like yeah. 45 seconds. Oh, that's just classic. Family Guy's got the perfect, like, just make it awkwardly long. Yeah. Every, it just, that t- touch a little bit uncomfortable. They do it well, don't they? Yeah. Oh, that's something I've got to go back and watch. That was a funny, funny. Uh, I think they made two. Is it two or three of them? They did three, three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I've seen. Because in the third one, they go, the power goes out, and they go, "Oh, we're doing Jedi." <laughs> yeah, that's aren't we? it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, I thought both of them, the robot chicken stuff and the the Family Guy stuff, was pretty. And and George loved that stuff. Like George Lucas was quite happy to give permission for people to take the piss mm. and 
I think Disney's probably pretty protective of their stuff. Yeah. Um, well, they, they didn't um, pay $4 billion, so it's like, yeah. don't, don't take the, we'll, we'll take the piss with, uh, yeah. with uh, mum, mum jokes in The Last Jedi or, or The yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think... Yeah, I'd I'd love for there to be more robot chicken or or Family Guy. I probably prefer the robot chicken stuff just because I, I like that sort of sketch sort of mm. sketch comedy sort of stuff. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I I do like that. You know, some bits in Boba Fett feel like they could be in that robot chicken well, <laughs> in that mold. The droid and the rat thing a bit later on, but I only found out today. And I'm sure you saw this, Dylan. Is with the Banthers, it's got like eight people to make it work. And yeah. I'm going to be honest, it doesn't oh, wow. look like really? the most re- efficient form of transport, but it does look so sick how he's riding it. And there's four people, um, you know, four make, in the head. making it work in the front, back, and side. And then there's mm. four people also on animatronics making the tongue and everything just work. And, um, Apparently, back in 1977 for the Banther, it was just an elephant with the costume on, and they sort of CGI'd out the trunk. Um, no, didn't they? Really? It wasn't horse hair. They they well, put extended a, horse hair. I saw, I was watching that thing on Rock New Rockstars, and and yeah, that was yeah, awesome. like um, but no, it looks really realistic, and I don't know, they they've really gone to the good lengths to make things look really good, and I, I mean, I just loved that transition from night to day on that scene where you got the two suns and then it switches to the three. Oh, moons. yeah. Um, yeah, no mm. fucking sunsets for a change. Jeez, happens uh, <laughs> that? I, I, that? I'm sure that one floated your boat really well, Matty. Just uh, no no, no deep red, just yellow to no, black. No, just yeah. three yeah. moons. Just screen white, classic Star Wars screen white. On we go, yeah. Now, our good buddy Steel... When I saw the flares go off, Cal, what, what, what were you thinking when you saw those? It took a took a hot second to. I was like, oh, it's one of my questions. What the fuck are the flares? Where are they from? I couldn't Mando. remember where they were from. Oh, I even know, I knew that. So that's yeah, I know in Mando, but I can't remember what happened in Mando. I was, so, so it's when isn't it when Din is um, like Fennec sniping like Din and that over the dunes, and he shoots the flare up to blind ah, Fennec that's, Shan. That's right. That's yes. right. Bot on Dylan because that was the episode that I watched with my daughter yesterday. Mm. So yeah, so it's that's why I was pretending I knew all about it, but yeah, I literally watched it. Yesterday. <laughs> so. I have to say, I, I'm, I'm the same. Frost. They went back, and I'm like, "Fuck, it's in here somewhere." No, I watched it. I watched it again this afternoon. That that scene, <laughs> I YouTube that scene, and I didn't get that. I'm a fucking idiot. Well, we were yeah. we were what we were watching that episode and building Lego Mandalorian. And baby Oda Grogu, mm. so, um, yeah. So good combination. What's well, funny? Yeah, I still, it I was still need fun, to build actually, my Razor yeah. Crest. My Razor Crest is just sitting on my shelf, looking at me every day. I'm like, fuck! I need to. I need to spend some time and build that thing. Those things take forever. Yeah, it's worth it though. Well, okay, that that explains my question. That's a good one. Well, Steel Steel's favorite character for Mando is Toro Calican, that horrendously terrible bounty hunter from that episode and uh when i i messaged him after it he's like have you watched and he's like yes i have toro watched so he was uh he was so happy um but i mean what did you think of the mod repair what t-pain scissor hands well that was uh (laughs) 
<laughs> it was fucking funny as fucking ADM on this ADM Tatooine fucking ADM fucking underground things going on. Hold up. Take a step back. So what was it? T Pain. Scissorhands. 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 And it's funny because no, um, Callan works for a medic- medical medical supply company, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's T-Pain uh, Pizza Cutter. Yeah, it was fucking funny. I was like, this is... It, it was hilarious, the music. The music was funny. It was like, some it weird just, Star Wars, that's for sure. It was... I, I really like the... um the What do you call them, these guys? The bio- Mods. The mods. Mods, the mods. I like that. It's actually pretty cool, mm-hmm. but it's just funny that it's like sort of like, like underground. Like it's just like this guy's like he's tattooing someone, but he's fucking jabbing it with bolts. Um, so correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, Matt. I think on New Rock Stars they talked about where they think they found the inspiration for the mods are. It's actually a group in the UK back in the day who rode around on the Vespers called the Mods. Mm. Let me, let me look it up. Quickly. That's 100% correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, Maddie was one of them back like, in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so there were the mods and the rockers. Um, yeah. Right. So, so we yeah, back in, the the, back in the 60s, there was the, the greased hair pompadour, yep. you know, rockers. And then there was the the mods, and there was lots of fights and stuff like that. You can, yeah, like, motor- uh, literally, like, where motorcycle gangs on scooters. Um, and you know they're into a certain type of music, so the mods are into this music, and the mm. you know so no, it, it's it's so ridiculously on the nose that they're clearly modelled off the mods, like mm. yeah, with and mean uh, your um your sometime co-host Turbo had a huge laugh about it being big music people that we are because the mods was a huge music yeah. movement. So we're like, oh, it's just like the mods, like you know, and we're making all those jokes, and then when we find out that they're actually called. The mods. It's, <laughs> and that's when you got a choice, isn't it? You're either like, oh, well, that's taken all my fairy dust away, or you just have a laugh and you go with it because- Take like, the piss, have a laugh. Take the piss, have a laugh. So, but, Callan, that is so spot on about the- That's going to be the, the title dance of the show. music and the-, and the um, Oh, t- yeah, t- yeah. What was it? T-Pain, 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 T-Pain Scissorhands. Now- It's just like- you don't you 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 you're a simple man making your way across the galaxy, being a a um, bounty hunter. You don't know any basic first aid. You just go to a tattoo parlor to get yeah. them fixed up. <laughs> like, it's just like oh, it, it was the, it was funny that the he walked in. He's like, why didn't you say that again? Uh, at first or some shit. Why didn't you say that? At, yeah, yeah, at the start. Yeah, it was, uh, but. It's and it's the, poetry, it rhymes because they're now his gang. Like, and we get yeah. so, like, it's like reverse foreshadowing, it's like aftershadowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I really, I like, I like, I'm taking the piss of the scene, but I actually thought it was pretty cool to see the, the blue, the blood. And, you know, it makes a lot of sense. I always wondered how that happened. So that was cool. Well, Turbo would be gutted because he was, he was hunt certain there was going to be Dr. Mandible. That uh, oh, that, yeah. that, that uh, film repair there, and he was he was gutted, but uh, he was. That's right. Yeah, he was he was pretty certain, and that was one of his predictions. So uh, now that was an interesting scene, and and then you know, you know, we move into some really great dialogue between Boba and Fennec, and you know, mm. and uh, this is where you know this go on, Matt, go on, Matt, so. and it's my favorite lines, like <laughs> you know, this, live for them. Who, who are you? It's like. I am Boba Fett. 
<laughs> and she's like, Boba is dead. He's like, I was left for dead on the sands of Tatooine. Like you. Rescued by yeah. the sand people. So uh, I was I, I actually heard you say it. Yeah, it I was the same. <laughs> so I, I said to Dad, I was like, you know, Matt's been practicing this line for probably three months. It's my favorite line. Even when even when it came off my wife, I paused. I went, left footed. She and then she rolled her eyes and we went, we continued watching. <laughs> and then uh, uh Do you think do you think Tim is like I only do one take? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it again. Nah, I only do it one take, mate. Uh, Bugger off. <laughs> but uh, there was there was an interesting line there, uh, uh, Dylan, where Fennec goes, "It's highly unlikely that Nikto's defeated the Tuscans." W- what are your thoughts there on that? Um, she sort of is, it, is this because this is after he says that it was. The sand people, right? Yeah. So he's is he trying to catch her out and say, like, see what her thoughts are on? No, no. Well, he's saying he was just saying, oh look, you know, they took me in as one of their own. I tried to help them, and I got them mm. absolutely slaughtered by Nikto's. Um, mm. And she's like, Nikto's defeating Tuscans. That seems quite strange. I, it's sort of insinuating yeah, other <laughs> things are at play cause, here. Because she she respects how uh, how how competent the. Tuscans are, but I think much like we've been saying, right? It's the Pikes have to have some sort of influence here mm. with the Nikdos. Like whether they gave them the resources to be able to go and do that, because you know the Nikdos just seem like Boba took how many of them on with a gaffy stick. So you know, there's th- there's something definitely more at play here than involved. Hundred percent. Yeah, they have to be. Mm. And you know, they've they've been set up in the previous episodes, so. And, you know, I think Boba at this point in time is probably just so gut-wrenched that, you know, he's looking for someone to blame and he's seen them running around town, so. With their sleeveless mm. denim jackets. Yeah. Mate, have, <laughs> you, seen, have you seen those, those emblems? Just, yeah. just in case you didn't make the correlation between those got bad guys riding around on bikes and um, real-life bikies, they gave them sleeveless denim vests. Yep. <laughs> so. Now, Matt, with patches on the back, just yeah. in case, <laughs> just in case you didn't get the reference. I, I, I really appreciate it because, like, in my excitement to watch it, I may have missed the fact that they were supposed to represent a motorcycle gang. <laughs> <laughs> you know, calling them speed bikers and everything as well. Yeah, like. yeah, that, that, that went straight over my head. It was only when I saw those those sleeveless uh, jackets, I was just like, oh. I get it. Yeah. Like the Tatooine's Hell's Angels. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> now, Matty, is there's a line that I'm, I'm going to come back to you after. He goes, he goes to Fennec, help me re- recover my fire spray gunship. Now, Matty, is your childhood ruined in this moment? Is the fairy dust gone, or are you are you able to carry on without the term slave one? Nah, look, mate. Um, if I was like if you'd encountered me earlier on in my life when I was drunk and I wanted you to drive my car home because I was pissed and you were sober, I wouldn't say, uh, look, can you drive Grover home? <laughs> I yeah, would that's say, what I was thinking. Can you, yep. can you drive my blue Holden Commodore station wagon home? Like, you know. Frosty, I'm sensing a little bit of heart heartache there. 
Ja, og de kommer du i misset, de misset. Dylan, you're still a child. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, the, I, I mean, I had the exact same thought process as Frosty, though. Exactly. It, I don't. Slave Slave One's known, but you know, it's not. Boba's known. It's the fire spray is the class of ship, and it's not the only type of you know fire spray around. Yeah, so. I thought exactly. I mean, if God. It's the memories of what the ship's done, not the name of the ship that that has Correct. the attachment. Like if you read, people don't like it because it's called the Millennium Falcons because what, what what the ship's done. So, mm. yeah, yeah I, I I think if it said Slave One, it just would have that would have been a bit on the nose the other way for me to be honest. Yeah. But but it wouldn't have bothered me. I would have moved on. I don't really care. But. Yeah, I, I I think if if that's what people are locking onto, that's a that's a weird weird they're, thing. They're, they're honestly digging at the bottom of the barrel there, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, some people live pretty close to that that bottom. <laughs> some people some people live in that <laughs> barrel, mate. That's their yeah. <laughs> Hair of the barrel. Some people are well through the barrel and are halfway through the floor beneath it. Like, What's yeah? And this is no, I'm not calling out anyone here, but has Adam said anything? On this, Matt? Um, it's quite funny because he was – we were supposed to – he was actually going to give us some good entertainment because he wasn't happy with the Vesper episode and then he was going to – he asked if he could do a segment which was going to be Foti's fucking feedback where he just gives us an, inc- <laughs> an incoherent rant for a minute. And I thought, well, that would be great if you could send it to us. We could listen to it and then critique it on live on the pod. But um, he hasn't done it for two weeks, but – um, he actually had a missed call from yesterday. So, but he um he was furious about the Back to the Future fucking droid gang. Um, <laughs> and he goes, "I, I feel like I'm him. watching RoboCop three. I'm furious." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, watching now five minutes minutes in, ducking hell. Yeah, he's not he's not a fan. But there's bits that he loves uh, and bits that he doesn't. So, so who loves the chopping the the cooking droids? Yeah, just me. This what General Grievous? <laughs> they've just, they've just made General Grievous fucking, number two. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. I was I actually burst it. I like nearly drip my beer everywhere, and it just chopping up bok choy, just having a conversation. I thought that was fucking funny. <laughs> Go I was on board guy. with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what, what the. Matt, that droid is from somewhere. So that's a lep droid. That's from Clone Wars. Lep droid. It's um. Right. Oh, they brought well that done. to uh brought it to life, and and also in that they had another cooking droid. That was EV nine D nine from Return of the Jedi. Was it? Was it that droid though? It was. That or was droid. it the same type? So the torture droid is now cooking. So no, no that's eight D eight. That's the white droid that sort uh, okay. of burns the feet. EV ninety nine was like that's ma- he was like the um. Sort of the organizational droid in Return of the Jedi is like you're a feisty uh, middle, little one. Ah, uh, middle management. Middle management. Yeah, just, yes. Yeah. Paper pusher. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can go work on the sale bars. Out of here. So, um, yeah. He. Yeah. Just hate <laughs> Jabba's HR. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been demoted to the kitchen, and um, his voice was Richard Marquand, the director in Return of the Jedi. So, and whoever did this one in in this one. Had, was spot on. Um, mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, but but that lep droid scene with 
you know, it running around the the bugger scene, the little, the, yeah. And when he's picked up the when when they've called the droid, picked him up. The last thing I expected was for it to switch itself off after being, you know, shamefully caught. I actually think I died of laughter. I was yeah. in tears. Why would Bob? Why, yeah, why would Bob Fett flex to a droid? He's like, yeah. he picks him up yeah. and goes, <laughs> I am Boba Fett. And the droid's like, I'm out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the droid must know. It's like, oh, fuck this. I can't deal with this bloke. I, just, say, I, I just can't stand people who re- refer to themselves in the third person. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. See ya. <laughs> the droid's, he the droid's gone, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's the it's the third person for me. Hundred percent. See you later. Now we sort of get an Austin Powers esque scene with the with the fire spray. <laughs> where he's sort of having trouble getting that bugger out of the out of the car park. And um, <laughs> but it's quite funny. He goes, "I'm a bit rusty." And um, good scene. Um, you know that poor gonk man. Fuck. Oh, yeah, I was that, that, gonk- was that a long. That was a long gonk. Yeah, it was a long gonk. That was a six, uh, was that a six footer gonk? We're calling that the uh, the, the long the the, the, the Kaminoan gonk. <laughs> the long was, gonk, the long gong shonk. I don't know. Fennec, <laughs> Fennec in that um, Fennec. That, I, I actually thought that was the best scene we've seen Fennec in mm-hmm. this season. Just kicking absolute ass. She's I know done a few things, but like she was carving. She had a good scene where she sort of she knew that she just needed to shoot the door. And then the, the fire spray doors closing on her, like giving her just a little gotcha. Yeah. And then it's sort of, mm. the, I, I thought it was the best scene of this, uh, or one, actually, you know, the, the next five minutes is pretty good Star Wars in that, you know, the sl- fire spray slave, whatever, <laughs> Boba Fett starship comes out and, um, <laughs> you know, just takes out the Nikto gang. Just, just oh, just, fuck yeah. Just, you know, you see this dot in the background. I watched it again 10, 20 minutes ago. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and then it just, Takes out the gang, like I know we knew that for Callan and Adam. That's the hard bobber, the murderous bobber, just absolute mm. pure carnage. Just, but you see, he looked to Fennec as if to well, one, he saved the rockets for the leaders. That's fucking badass. And two, looks to Fennec as if to say, "Yep, yeah, I'm hard." I know, yeah. and, and, and seriously, <laughs> like he kills them all. Looks at her, and she just goes, "Yep, that's what we do." <laughs> yeah, that was the sixth scene. <laughs> That's a certified Boba moment. Oh, that was a good Boba moment. That's uh, bookmark that in the chapter of uh, the book, the book of Boba. Um, uh, is the next one? That's start, a full. Start, that's a f- yeah. sorry. That's a full page color illustration yeah. in the middle. I think of the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. So. Fold the page in the corner. We're gonna come. We'll come back to that one. But did anyone anticipate this whole return to the Sarlacc? Now, I, I thought he'd just come no. in to bomb the shit out of it. Just, just yeah. But um, so. I've got I've got something here. I um on Wednesday when you guys Dylan was you know had a boner <laughs> the whole night after watching it and he goes, "Has anyone watched it yet?" And I said, "The way you're going on, Dylan, I go, it's probably I'm going to watch it." And I didn't watch it for another two days, but um, there's probably one or two things that have happened, and I'll yeah, wait. Yeah, so what were the? I know but, one you would have guessed was a seismic charge, right? Done. And What's seen, the second? And, and, and seeing the fire spray kick ass. There was two yeah, things okay, in this, see, both of them. Denim jackets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was T-Pain um, and then the- I've got a question before, I guess, we go too far into this Sarlacc bit. Mm. Sarlacc pit bit. The beak. The beak. Mm. What yeah, do we I feel like about the beak? 
I don't know. It just feels too much of like a bird. But the, 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 beak. the beak was, <laughs> was everyone was like, oh, in, in episode. It's in Return of the Jedi, right? It's in the special the edition, but everyone's like, oh, edition. where's special the edition. beak? The beak wasn't in episode one. And now we've, we finally get to see the beak. Um, yeah, it was good. It just looked like a fucking big fucking foreskin and just, just <laughs> yeah, out comes this Jewish, full Jewish chub, you know? right? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, this was this was cool. I, I, it's the dumbest the fucking fuck thing thinks, I've ever seen. Who the fuck thinks to hover? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to shine a torch down into this side pit as if to yeah. knock knock who's home. It was dumb. But, uh, it was a cool scene, but it was fucking dumb. <laughs> it, it's funny how it came off like the when Fennec and um, Boba Fett uh, are escaping the palace and. I did like find it funny when Fennec had to sort of get out, like, you know, when you say to your wife, oh, I'm having trouble in this park. Can you get out and just see how close I am? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Bob's authoritative use of, of his buttons where he's like, next time don't touch, don't my, touch my buttons. buttons. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, I'm, I'm with Cal. I thought it was stupid. What, the, the whole but side I, thing Holy was fuck. Stupid. What do you mean? His seismic charge the seismic fucking, charge was cool. But- oh, that was sick. I like lost it, man. You're going in. For, what else do you think was going to happen? Who who explores something that they know that has been like that? They've been there. They've seen it. They know it's got a big stupid beak, which it never had. That they yeah. added, and that was stupid. Um, you know, who then like drives their car up to it? Face like <laughs> this fucking face like this close, like with no like with no. He hasn't he hasn't fitted out his Ute with six spotlights to look in there or anything like that. It's just going in there going, I can't see anything. Like, of course you can't, mate. Yeah. Like, wait, wait. Does this mean the Sarlacc is Boba's first kiss? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked. <laughs> but that that whole thing, like, I was just going, yeah, I'm just going to have to uh, just pop the- it, it was one of the weaker um, seismic charges I've ever seen. Just drip, Dead fuck. Just no in. way. Oh, mate, it, it was. Cool. was. No way. It was, just a it little, was sick. It was just like a dribble in. It was, it was like a, yeah. I think Matty was like saying this is quite derivative seismic charging. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is like after you've taken a piss and, you know, after you like you shake a little bit and just that little dribble at the end. You know, just, <laughs> It was it was still cool to go off. It was still pretty cool. It was, it was uh, but you look at it, it. I always look at them when I see them in Mando and Boba Fett. You look at the seismic charges here compared to Attack of the Clones. Why why do they have such a size difference? Well, how are the Attack of the Clones out big, eh? Bro, they took out like you know chunks of meteor this rock or whatever. You want to call these, them. These, these would have been like land. For land use only. Okay, those were asteroid. Yeah, oh, you've got to pick up your charge seismic charge and yeah. blow off the dust to just. <laughs> they've, they've got a different. There's a small, medium, and large, and there's an XL. It's my first seismic charge. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 like why? Why did he even think he was armor was in, in there? Like that's a, the other thing. Like he. Like, surely he remembers getting out. Like, he knows part, he got out. Well, part two. Like, did is, he think he got out like naked? The Jawa yeah. kicked him in the head. He might have had a concussion. He <laughs> he's, he, yeah. he might have thought he got burned. You know, he, he was. I didn't think the scene was needed, but I thought it was well, funny. They went. He had to go back at, in. At no time. At no time did he ever think to, like, you know, sign to his, his newfound family, uh, was I in my armour when you found me? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like. 
Have you ever, have you seen these fucking little guy these little thieves that stole my armor? <laughs> yeah. Seen them rolling around in this massive sand crawler somewhere? Mm. Well, I'm sure we're gonna get. I there. think he had to get cooked by the Sarlacc again, just so Fennec could go. You need a back to tank. It's like, oh, that's, that's yeah. how we got the back to tank. And uh, I hope the whole next episode is them in like a space department store in Moss Isley, just picking one out. Check it out. Looking for one that's horizontal, not vertical. Uh, <laughs> Mm. Uh, like checking out the energy star ratings and stuff like that. <laughs> Do you have interest-free payments? Oh, no. Oh, we're going to have to think about this. Do you accept space <laughs> after pay? Do you take imperial credits? Uh, so you, wait, one thing we haven't seen yet. Does Fennec eat? No, she eats, right? She, she, she eats, ate in that she last was episode. Eating, she was, well, it's just she eat now, but there was some good dialogue there with the uh, – the black melon and, you know, um, more dialogue with about starting a family taste. and, you know, you, you can only get so far without a tribe. And then, you know, after 80% of flashbacks, we sort of get a, a little 10-minute cameo of modern day. Um, and we're up to speed now. Like the droid comes out and says, you're fully healed. There's the, the scene from Mando. Um, you know, all those people who didn't watch episode one, two or three can just pick it up from here and go, oh, he's fully healed. And uh, we head to the sanctuary for the, uh, the angry black croissant and just deciding to uh, racially vilify, oh, yeah. that. Racially vilify some Trandoshans. Before we get to that, I'm texting Matt, right? I'm texting Matt. I'm like, Matt, have you, seen, have you watched the episode? And Matt's like, yeah, space cleavage. Space cleavage. <laughs> I don't even remember. Flash, Ga- no, space Gar- flash dance cleavage. Yeah. yeah well, no, I think it was like Garza titty cleavage. And I'm like, oh, Matt. That's- <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and rewatch. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me do some research. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, just get on Twitter. There's about like 50,000 like shots of it if you'd missed it. So, yeah. <laughs> But chrysanthemum, man. The draw, yeah. The the Wookiee ripping apart arms. Now you've got flash flash dance negotiations. Um, Did you pick up on the fact that because normally don't Wookiees rip off both arms? No. So I thought this was. I thought okay. Well, because I read the scene as like I laughed my ass off because I thought it was you know he ripped off after he she's telling him not to do it and you know blah blah blah. He's ripped off one arm and given her some credits. I thought it was like a. Yeah, we'll do it for half the price, you know, sort of thing. Rather than one arm. No, but it's because um, you half convinced me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I'll pay my tab and I'll rip yeah. his arm off. Thanks very much. But I'm pretty yeah. sure trend oceans they grow back. So, um, oh really? I'm, I'm almost. I'm actually. I'm, they like geckos when they grow their tail back. Basically. Um, yeah. Right. Oh, I think I, I, I feel like I've heard that before, but it sounds odd still. Mm. But there was that throwback hit at Max. Did you? So we know that that's Max now. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Max yeah. Rebo. Confirmed. Um, confirmed. Now it was quite funny. The Imperial Senate guys were like, "What if it's like you know a, a Liam and Noel Gallagher sort of thing?" And um, you know that's that's <laughs> Matt Rebo, not Max Rebo. That's just he didn't survive the, the Sarlacc pit, and it's just his brother. Yeah. Well, uh, fun fact, guys. Did you know Max Rebo plays his keyboard with his feet? Do you know that from? Yeah. So on Wikipedia, right, if you look it up, because I, I read into a little bit of Max Rebo 
after the past few episodes and famous says, penis. <laughs> While the visual evidence from the finished film is inconclusive, production sketches and the construction of the costume itself indicates that Max uses uh, Max. Oh, Fuck me, I can't read. The costume itself indicates that the limbs Max uses to play the keyboard are rather feet rather than hands. Max was intended to be perched on a cushion at the same height as the organ's keys and using his sole two limbs to play the keys. Oh, Fun fact. Yeah, he's, he's actually some sort of like weird thing, but it's his feet, yeah. So, Max Rebo, uh, foot fetish confirmed. So he- exactly. Was he on the the sail barge? He was. Um, so, well, we haven't got the the actual uh, confirmation how we got out, but uh, I'll, I'll just show you a picture, Frosty, if you can see my. Uh, yeah. Just, oh, I'll. I'll this is some great A podcasting. Um, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you now. And basically, yeah. it, it's 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 how Rebo survived. And uh, it's it, if you you have to really squint on um, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Hold on, so I've got FOMO. Send it to me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've sent it to you because that was another robot chicken sketch. That he was like trying to get to his next gig, walking through the desert. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad so he for that- did. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's how Brubo survived. He uh, he just he just he jumped in, it his, in his uh, keyboard. Yeah, his keyboard and went to the next gig. Um, all right, let's let's bring this episode home. You know, after we uh, we had the, the lovely gas of whip try to negotiate. Boba just goes, mate, look like you could use a job and hires Black Chrysanthemum um, for the big five meeting of the five families uh, Godfather S dinner and uh, right underneath the Rancor sh- cave. Right oh, I forgot about this bit of the show. <laughs> and this is the bit where Boba sort of goes, I'm going to tell you my plan. And uh, I'm going to also explain to you my biggest weakness, and that I need. Okay, fine. If you don't want to help me, I just need you to be neutral. Don't, don't, don't cross me. And they're like, okay, we won't cross you. Yeah. And, uh, it's like it's sort of like it's sort of like okay, just please don't do anything but that. Okay. Yep, we agree. Yeah. And uh, it was please don't do anything that might advance the story, like double cross me. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> I've been very trusting up until now. You know, I've hired all these kids. I have a yeah. rancor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride it with no lessons. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I, trust I the words of Danny fancy. Trejo. <laughs> I hire the Oh, they're very the highly fancy, complex yeah. creatures. <laughs> they're emotional. It's imprinted you on me. It's the first, I'm the first person it's seen. I'm his best friend. Um, I either kill so, people yeah. or hire them, and I'm all out of killing. <laughs> <laughs> But the exciting bit was the final line and, you know, he's like, I need muscle. And Fennec's like, credits can buy muscle. And then we get the Mando thing. Your your favourite song and uh, end credits. I I I think there was was no doubt 
Mando is going to be featuring as and I got no problem with that. I think playing the music was probably a bit on the nose. Like, I think as soon as as soon as, as, soon as she said like you know you know I know where we can get some muscle. I'm like oh yeah, what's Mando yeah, but you know they got it could be boss. Yeah, could be yeah. <laughs> Cad oh. Bane, Embo, you four know, I'm hearing some. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Windu. Four long is actually for love of money. That's what it stands for. It does. Oh, Look that, it up. That's that's actually really good. That's actually yeah. That that's, that's poetry George that rhymes. That's uh yeah. Um, but but the I and the whole thing with uh, like oh you know uh, Nick Doe's couldn't take out sand people. Like, it's obviously like he's going to find out that it was the Pikes all along that killed his family or whatever. Like, it's you know, they, they probably don't have to maybe foreshadow so hard. Sometimes you can foreshadow softly, but, yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> it's not Ryan Johnson Knives Out-esque. It's, uh, yeah. it's Favreau's, Favreau's yeah, very it's- long, very short bow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's almost like critters can buy muscle, and then you know, Dinjarin's sitting on a sand dune, just waving <laughs> up at them from the, the bottom of the palace. Hey guys, doing, 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 um, doing some curls. Uh, yeah, should, you should have, or, or you should have just walked in behind them and say, "Am I interrupting anything?" Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, what so you want to learn how to ride a rancor, right? Mando, you huh. son of a bitch. What happened to you? You've been pushing too many pencils. <laughs> uh, I learned how to ride a blue one day. Get your rancor, let's go. But uh. so I think you've pretty much foreshadowed everything. The pikes are in ch- behind behind everything. But do you think we're going to get a bit of Crimson Dawn, Kira, Amelia Clark riding in on a dragon? Maybe who knows? Um, so they're going to have to age her up then. Like, isn't this like a? Oh, it's a, probably only. Oh shit! How many years after this is that then? So Solo was no. It's only about eight or nine years. Like Solo was just before a New Hope for three or four years, and um, oh five or. No, no, I reckon no. it's going to be a little while, wouldn't it? I reckon it'd be about t- twelve because she's young years. in. Yeah, she's young in solo, and I uh, just give yeah. her some granny glasses. She'll she'll look a bit older. Mm. Give her but a card I'm, I'm, I'm hearing some ridiculous things like, you know, that Dinjarin's going to ride in to the next episode in a Naboo fighter. Which makes no sense. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that's, that? um, His new ship is a Naboo fighter. <laughs> um, Why would? Yeah, it's like poetry. Maybe Look, he comes in on the Falcon Millennium. It's like a black. He's, he, he's going to subvert your expectations by <laughs> black, coming in on Naboo fighter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People are struggling with the name. I heard someone say, call, someone gave up and they just call him Black Croissant. And. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I keep fucking it up, so I'm just going to call him Black Croissant from now on and um, everyone's just going to roll with it. So, uh, no. I think uh, I actually have really good um, thoughts for the next few three. I think we're done with flashbacks. We're done with groundwork. You know, we're going to go straight into action and war and 
I reckon the last three episodes could really uh, bring it home and, and sort of bridge what we're going to get out of Mando season three. I mean, if yeah. a, if a truckload of Mandalorians arrive on the front door, like the covert, all the Bo-Katan's people, and sort of now all of a sudden Boba's working with them and united, he can probably leave Fennec on Tatooine and sort of move into the Mando's plot line for the next one. So, And so, Matt, I was having a, a good think about this and where it could be going in Mando season three. So hypothetically, he hires Din, right? Din alone. Mm-hmm. Would I be correct in saying that Din still has a dark saber at this point? Yep. And all the other Mandalorians would, although it's this is Boba's fight, it's you know the Mandalorians' fight, and then now that everyone's united again, the, the houses are united. Let's go get Mandalore. I think so. So, uh, Maybe. so what? What's is is Mandalore sort of like? Somebody else lived there at the moment, or like? Uh, it was. Blown to smithereens by the Empire, they sort of control it, oh. and all the Mandalorians don't live there anymore, and they want their planet back. Um, yeah. uh, or the Mandalorians that do live there, they're split in different houses that you know are fighting against each other, so they kill each they other. They sided with the Empire, and now there's yep. sort of civil war, and the planet's made out of sand in some places from the bombardments, and uh, so yeah, there's. There's some there's some good geopolitical Mandalorian politics in play here. Like, um, so do you yeah. reckon there's a more sophisticated series on the horizon? Yeah, well, that's what yeah. Mando season three could be like. The Mandalorians it's Game taking of Thrones back in their space. Because once once you sort of set a tone for a, like a series, like the the Mandalorian season two didn't really change up the tone too much from season one. And I thought this was going to be like the ultra adult sort of, you know, Star Wars Sopranos. And I make that reference yeah. never having watched a single episode of Sopranos, but now it's about crime families. So that's pretty lazy of me to just choose that. But Star Wars Godfather or whatever, like, I haven't mm. seen that either. Um, <laughs> you haven't seen mate. The Godfather? No, Come I haven't on. seen Godfather. Godfather. What? Godfather yeah, 2 is flashbacks present day it's literally the book of boba fett yeah my, i would love my, to see the 1980s when um people are whinging in the streets about al pacino and robert de niro flashbacks do, being, do, you know how, um, do you know how bad my taste is my wife said i'm gonna watch godfather i've never seen it i said i've never seen it either she said do you want to watch it with me i'm like oh no i'm really i'm really watching what i'm watching i, I better i better just finish that and do you know what i was watching Super Troopers for the 12th time. Oh, no. Stop, Frosty. Joey season one. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, not that bad. (laughs) So so, the point I'm making, apart from my awful fucking taste, like that is really bad when you say it out loud like that. Um, But like they can't, like they've made this sort of Boba Fett thing like a little bit goofy, a little bit sort of, you know, which is fine, but they can't sort of change that out. So I think probably that, like, if they do a Crimson Dawn sort of Mandalorian hardcore sort of drama, they'll just hint at it, and that'll be another thing on its own. Um, I don't think you can really pivot into too hard. You know, you can't change up from uh, you know Back to the Future Vespers to 
Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It definitely won't be in Book of Boba Fett. It'll, it'll, if, it, if anywhere it's going to be, it'll be Mandalorian Season 3. I mean, so do you you'll think finish- there's potential for a Season 2, Maddie? Of Bo- Bo- Book of Boba Fett? Yeah. Nah, I think it would just be a recurring character in other things. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I have a feeling- And I think a lot of people are going to be pretty disappointed with that, and and that's fair enough. So, um, but- I don't think I think they're too similar. Like, apart from the fact that you know, yeah, I think I think it's too similar. You got you got to like, and that that's what like the whole Disney Star Wars thing is. Like, they they put out so many comics and and books, and they sort of painted themselves into a corner in a in a few years already. And you got to strike out and. Start trying to do things a little bit, bit different. So seasons, like different series, have got to have have their own sort of tone, I think. And uh, they've had two sort of similar ones. I think whatever comes out, what what's what's next? Kenobi or Andor? Um, Andor, I think. Nothing, nothing's been nothing's been announced yet. But I mean, there's potential. This could sort of let the book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett could finish. <laughs> And we could be sort of moving into the Star Wars underworld show, like where which yeah. can be diverse. And you know, you've had that that groundbreaking, groundbroken sort of so to speak. And you know, you can sort of move into Crimson Dawn, and and the you can start afresh because you know you're relying on so much nostalgic characters and everything. And then um, he can go off with Din, Mando season three. And then you sort of got this underworld show, so to speak. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just, I just hope that, like the, because I think both the Mandalorian and this show is they've tried to be a lot of different things at at different times. Just you know, and I hope the the future series sort of just try to be one thing, whatever that is, whatever they choose. That's 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 up to them, but. You know, try not to cover all the bases of Star Wars. Doesn't have to. Yeah, you know, it can just pick one. You know, right? And and just be that one thing. Well, so I, I think what what it suffers from not suffers, but John Favreau's written them all. Like you can tell, like yeah, they're very similar because he's written them all. He's 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 found a formula that works and everything, but they're not too dissimilar uh, and that's, yeah. that's based on what we've seen so far i mean you know he might the last three episodes might just be complete you know we might be this conversation might be so obsolete within the next uh in three weeks time but that's why i think kenobi will be really exciting you know deborah chow is taking it a completely different way and we'll um we'll see a different sort of tone and and, and approach so no i, I think and or supposed to be next in terms of live action, but I think they might. I, I'm hearing things like Bad Batch might be next, or they mm. might be so, concurrent. You might get, oh, you okay. might have two two shows you can ignore, Maddie. Um, <laughs> or you, you can pick one and just leave. I'm, I'm pretty oh. sure you're not going to catch up on Bad Batch season one. Oh, uh, it's it's it, unless unless the sort of t- the kids take to it, it's pretty unlikely, probably. Um, but I, I think the the. The really good thing about the Mandalorian and is that they they um, sort of gave a lot of direct up and coming directors a lot of good good opportunities 
but they haven't mm. been as daring as that with the writers. So mm. I, th- I think like it's great that they give like you know they're not they're not just getting big name directors in to direct everything because that's you know one really important part of any sort of visual media is the direction and stuff like that. But the writing's the other bit, and it's all been a bit Favreau-ish, which like you know it's that there's nothing bad about it. Like he's a pretty successful writer, but it's nothing really shocking either. Like you know. You're not sort of going, oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened. Like, and so, yeah, it's great that they're and, – and the film should be done by, you know, people that can handle that kind of um, budget and pressure and, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, but the TV series is a – they're a chance for, for, for people to – for them to, you know, involve people on the way up. I think so. Yeah. yeah, but that should extend. I my my whole point, which I'm making really really long, is that <laughs> should extend. That should extend into the writing as well, and it it hasn't yet. It's just the same Has old it? dudes writing it. Well, we're twenty episodes in, two seasons of Mando, four of Boba, three to go. I have a feeling next week will be pretty full on, and I think it might be the last three episodes could be pretty long as well. So, uh, lots to look forward to, Maddie. Absolute pleasure having you on, mate. It's uh, it's always been it's always a blast having you on and hearing your voice and uh, having a good chuckle. Uh, Tell us where people so. can find you. Uh, don't don't even look for me. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but thanks thanks very much for having me on. Like it's uh, it's I really enjoy talking to you guys. Um, yeah, it's always good fun. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, and, and I almost sort of, I, I, I almost felt a bit of pressure to be overly negative. <laughs> but- <laughs> Here's a chance. We actually did give us give us your rating for the episode. For episode I thought you were going to leave this out, Matt. I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, are we closing well, off without we, a rating? We we we, we lost Callum because uh, Matt Matt had a Matt had to update his um, ad blocker software. Or, yeah, uh, his Norton antivirus subscription. So we we had a. <laughs> 20-minute pause, and in that time, Callan had to go. But he gave this – it was his favourite episode. It was an A. Um, Maddie, what about you? What's your uh, what's your rating here? Oh, so none, none of them are BAs for me, but I would have given the uh, – the, the, this would have been a good B, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's probably gone B, B, C, B with mm-hmm. minuses and Brilliant. pluses in, in, you know, yeah, right. in there somewhere. And uh, and Dylan, uh, do I need to uh, any, anything with a seismic charge? Get, yeah, look, A plus for you. Yeah, I'll give it an A plus, but it's you know it's a borderline <laughs> A. It's a borderline A plus. Oh, I, I he's think, so easy to please. Nah, they're, they're, I'm still looking for a little bit more, but that's good because there's there's still room for improvement. Oh, I thought yeah. it was really good. A plus. I, I'll give it an A. Um, I, I'm looking for that home run fairy dust yeah. episode, though. Yeah. You know, I, want you, I, want, I want my Empire Strikes Back of TV. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think at least one of these last three is going to be a really, really good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, 50 minute episodes. Let's go. 57 minutes. You know, I want to see Han Solo fly in with Chewbacca <laughs> and land on Kira's starship. And then Maul's bones come out of the grave and sort of 
Nah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the witches of Dathomir are just running uh, the, rampant. The witches of Dathomir bring back Maul and Savage Oppress uh, and three uh, Rancors, and it's and Sauron comes to fight. I'll, I'll, no, I'll see all that and I'll raise you the undead corpses of uh, Aunt Baru and Uncle Owen. Um, <laughs> they, they want their water money back from uh, yeah. that, from from Milton from uh, Office Space. Yeah, they've Same been they've been to they've been to T Pain Scissor Hands and they're just complete robots. <laughs> um, but they've still got their, so their just- hair. Somehow they've still got their haircuts. <laughs> Oh, no, they're just they're just a vase or a, sorry, an urn of ash just on a droid's body. <laughs> oh, and one <laughs> of those spider things, you know, those yeah. spiders Bulma with the brains, the Bulma monks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, we could go all night, but it's getting late. But thank you for coming, mate. Absolute pleasure, uh, Dylan. As always, you're a legend too. And uh, thanks, mate. Not much left to say other than may the force be with you. And I'm sure Maddie's got his little catchphrase too. Good night, my little nerds. <laughs> and may the force be with all of us. See you, lads. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. We really appreciate you tuning in. You can find us on Twitter or at TMABY Podcast, Instagram, 3MABY Podcast, and on Facebook group is 3 Men and a Baby Yoda Podcast. We will be back next week, and we look forward to catching you all then.